For the ghoul friends who, like us, can't fully function without our morning cup of coffee and have to make everything spooky, meet Coven Coffee. Each coffee has its own unique blend with an adorable name to match, like Cinnaspell, Cosmic Chocolate Hazelnut, Wicked Awakening, and more. You'll have to let us know on the podcast which flavors your go-to after you've tried them all. The packaging alone with Coven Coffee Company is so adorable and perfect for our listeners. Go to covencoffeecompany.com and use 2Cools20 for 20% off your entire order today. We're going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, The Lesson Foundry. The Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. They have passionate and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers during each lesson and less time commuting to your appointments. The Lesson Foundry is extremely easy to use and laid out in a very user-friendly format. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees that they have in the field, and other related achievements. All lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Most half-hour sessions cost between $35 to $40 per week and signups are for one month. However, you can cancel it at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. The Lesson Foundry has been kind enough to provide our listeners with an exclusive promo code for $25 off of your purchase of any lessons by using code 2 ghouls 2 ghouls uh, call 410-404-8226 to speak with a representative about the Lesson Foundry or click the link in the description below. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. Welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin, Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. Oh, they photoshopped their grave oh. and they did it for months. Oh, hell no. I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no. I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got King Petty, Michelangelo. I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude. We're going to go, wow, wow. I just fucking figured out why. <laughs> I had my fucking mute on like a dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> I'm like, I can't figure it out. All right, now we got to figure it out. All right, guys, welcome yeah. to the Two Ghouls Podcast, where we have welcome. technical difficulties every yeah, week. Always. What was <laughs> I gonna say? I was gonna like say like this whole spiel. Oh yeah. Do you want to go over your trigger warnings for this one? This one is gonna be a hot one, guys. Definitely hot, steamy one, scary hot, steamy. Mm, 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 mm. Pulling up the trigger warning. While you guys are here, drop your zodiacs in the chat. We'd love to see where you're watching yeah. from, who you might be, and we can read you your horoscope. If descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murder, sexual interactions, mental health specifically for this episode, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you get the fuck out. This podcast is not for you. You have been warned. Yes, you have. Uh, let's do horoscopes. Okay. You know what I, I was just telling Katie, like, um normally when we're when we're streaming or whatever um both katie and i are hosts or whatever yeah in our like system 
well Danny had to do that like reboot on the computer that like like soft factory reset and I think it's just like screwed everything up so I think that that might actually be why because I had to like type in my I'm sorry um, I wish you could see everybody we got three people here um just I get let me know if I'll tell you if anything goes on I'll let you know hold on let me go get the baby BRB. If you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen this morning that I posted. Um, I posted about Coven Coffee because I got my Coven Coffee. Dad Dash should be home soon. What was that? <laughs> I'm talking about my Coven Coffee order while you were away from oh, yeah. So I got my Coven Coffee order. Guys, this is like the best coffee combo because I'm a I'm a chocolate and coffee girl. Yeah. And I made myself some iced coffee. Where's the logo? Oh, it's probably hard to see because of the a cute coven coffee. It's literally like you can't like see it color, because of the it? color of the coffee. But <laughs> I bet it's so good though. So it's like chocolate mousse. I mean, you yeah. put chocolate drizzle in it, which just sounds amazing. I put chocolate creamer in it. Oh, oh my God. It's God. so freaking good. Joey's bringing my coffee. I ended up having to get it from Duncan today because the Starbucks by him was closed. No. I know. It's like mm-hmm. fine. All right. So Katie's horoscope, she's a cancer. Hers says a future course of action that you may or may not take could depend on information that you might receive today. However, don't be surprised if the information is vague and needs to be clarified. On top of it all, you might not be able to reach the person who can clear it up for you. Hang in there. You won't. You'll want to make up your mind as soon as possible. Interesting. Does it resonate? Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. All right. It wasn't as like spooky scary as last yeah. time, which sometimes they just are. They're just bonkers. But last week was anyway, that was really scary. Like, really scary. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay. So mine, I'm a Taurus. My birthday is actually tomorrow. Getting old up in this bitch. Mine says a lost object could have all the members of your household going through every room trying to find it. Probably without success. Visitors could pitch in as well and help with the search. The item is probably in a fairly large room that everybody uses, probably among other objects. If no one locates it, however, let it go for now. It could reappear later as if by magic. Interesting. I don't think that I I've lost anything. <laughs> That's interesting. We'll have to watch out for the next week or so if you end up looking for something. Our eyes are matching today. Oh yeah, we kind of got like, uh, the turquoise going on. It's nice. Your mom says, "Read mine." I believe that's your mom, anyway. Okay. And while you're reading hers, I'm gonna go actually go get Sunny. Okay. She is a Scorpio, and her says. Communication could take some extra effort today. A business or romantic partner could seem like they're keeping things from you. You might get some uneasy vibes and wonder if there's trouble with your partnership. Don't be afraid to ask. Your friend probably won't tell you what the problem is, but re- but will reassure you that it has nothing to do with you. If so, it isn't your business. Let it go. Hmm. Interesting. I hope you guys are doing good and having a happy hump day. If you celebrate Easter, hope you had a good Easter. If you celebrate Ramadan, happy Ramadan. I think that's still happening, right? I think. 
I'm like trying to see the further I drink it down, if you can like see, oh, you can start to see the, the top of the, so it says Coven Coffee Co on it. It's just like impossible to see when there's actually iced coffee in it. Cute little glass and a ridiculously, <laughs> a ridiculously large straw for the size cup that I'm using. But I wanted to get some reusable straws, but I, I must not have looked at the measurements <laughs> when I um, bought those off Amazon. So here's your uh, sign to uh, look at the size of straws on Amazon before you buy them. <laughs> I have a very pissed baby right now. She's uh -oh. like yelling at me. Come here. You want to say hi? <laughs> oh, now she's like, are you sure? She's like, what? <laughs> really, mom? <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? What was going on? Oh, I was talking about how like I'm drinking down the coffee and you can see, you can finally start to see oh, yeah, the start of the, of the logo. And then I was like, look at my ridiculously large. <laughs> <laughs> the environment straw. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on Amazon and like buy some reusable straws. But they're and I, too big. Yeah, I was like, here's your warning to look at the measurements of this reusable oh straws. Like that um, shoot, what was I about to say? Damn, it is not my day. I'm just not mine either. To be oh honest. my god, I fucking give up. I give up. We, I feel Today, like we do this every week, and people just think that we complain we, all the time. I know. <laughs> I used to have a girl in my life that thought that I complained a lot, and I ended up having to like watch my myself run her. So I feel like I am definitely someone that complains a lot. But listen, I have reasons. <laughs> I have a lot to we're complain just about. So pissed off, <laughs> you know. I mean, we're moms. We're mad, right, Sunny? Yeah. Sunny's mad. Sunny stares at me and baby. Anyway, I don't know. It's just been like, I was like so optimistic this morning. I was like, yes, I'm going to get up. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to have a nice meal. Yeah. And I managed to clean one room in my house <laughs> and that had not been cleaned in like a month. And um, I don't know. It's just been a weird day. I so, managed you know. to sweep the floors and mop the floors. And after That's that, I was like. I am done. I was like, I'm done with everything. You're I have no energy. Pregnant. <laughs> I'm done. I don't, you, I don't know how you're doing it. Because at that point, I was like dead. I was dead. It was driving me insane. Oh, I should tell the cornbread story. That's oh, yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody what happened. <laughs> yeah, that is why. I, I made dinner last night for my family, for my fiance and my two kids so i made like black eyed peas like southern style yeah. black eyed peas in the crock pot because i had leftover um easter ham so i was like oh i'll make i'll make a pot of beans with some ham and i'll make yeah. cornbread y'all do not you want to know the scariest fucking thing that has happened to me this week this is scary shit give a five-year-old and an almost one-year-old a piece of fucking cornbread because it was like an ex it literally just looked like somebody blew up a bomb that was made out of cornbread <laughs> i sent a picture to the group chat this morning and it, it was like just everywhere it was like in the bathroom down the hallway and it's like wow <laughs> and of course we didn't clean it up last night well last you have night dark floors though dude like you're anything could be on your floors and it's like oh yep there's a piece of hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my god. And that of course would drive now, me crazy. I did it. I, you know, did the floors this morning and now they already need to be swept again. That's the joys of having I know. hardwood. I, I know. fucking hate it. I know. 
all we have is vinyl here, but oh, I hate carpet though. I would, I hate carpet. We have it in our bedroom and I can't stand it. We have it in all of our bedrooms too. Ugh. The thing about carpet is that it's just as dirty. You just can't see it. Like you yes. can on the like times more gross too. And if you spill liquids, like it can start growing mold. Yeah. If you don't clean it up right away, like fuck carpet, yeah. fuck carpet, dude. We need like <laughs> white floors or something. Like somebody needs to come in and paint white wooden floors or like tile like, white tile floors. yeah or tile also, totally that, show, that shows everything too dude i know just Fuck no floors no house. floors <laughs> just no fucking just have dirt floors like in um uh <laughs> what was that one building that we were in in Outlast where the lady was upstairs and the floors were like oh yeah open? We were, like, like that was fucking normal <laughs> dumbass house that's what my house oh my needs God. to look like anyway. yeah just dirt floors then you don't have to worry about cleaning it God, I can't stand it I can't I hate the cleaning I can't I hate it, it too it's insane it just never fucking ends and everybody's and the, the mess, like shut the up <laughs> That just drives me nuts. It gets to a point where it's like, okay, I can put the, I can put this on for a day, yeah. and then you're no. just like, then you're screwed did? forever. <laughs> I know. You're like, there's no catching up. Nope. There's, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get caught up, and then I can like work on like deep cleaning certain things yeah. and like sporadically I'm actually go through. work on something that's not clean. <laughs> like, like bro, I can't, I can't stay caught up on my laundry. <laughs> either you want to know my my fucking i'm looking at a giant mountain of clothes right now that i have not put away either so i've got a giant mountain that aren't clean and then i've got two loads that are are clean and need to yeah be it's like the same amount as clean that is dirty yeah i feel like it just never fucking ends it drives I can't me get on top of it, i can't get on top of it every time and i do this to myself every goddamn time because i don't want to fucking fold it uh, <laughs> me either i hate folding I hate clothes I hate doing dishes. I hate being a housewife, but here I am. <laughs> I'm just happy-go-lucky. So, yeah, you know what? Fuck y'all if you don't let us complain. You know what? Life is just shitty sometimes. And I I'm, I came in here and I was like, I'm going to put on a good face for everybody. No. Nah, fuck, fuck that. that shit. <laughs> fuck Katie that and shit. Had, Katie and I have both had a weird couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Of, like, I thought that our monitor, our computer monitor was broken. So we turned around and we bought a new monitor. Yes. I, I am using the new monitor. Danny came home and goes, babe, it's not plugged in. And I'm like, how the fuck was I supposed to know that? I was like, I didn't unplug it. And I was like, well, we've been talking about getting a new monitor for three years. And then the computer shut the shot on us that night because <laughs> we were trying to play Fortnite. And then we got the blue screen of death and we're like, oh my I God. Know. <laughs> all the eclipse energy no you know what? fucking really wonder true. oh my god but thank god i'm not a sagittarius right now <laughs> i think becca's a sag are you having yeah. like an unusually hard time rebecca i would love to know leave it in the comments <laughs> did you see that <laughs> no what did you do i was like was that rude <laughs> No. Jesus, Becca. I hope you're having a bad <laughs> Good luck, Becca. No. no, no, no. I was like trying to drink my iced coffee and like <laughs> that makes me think of a chin video that I made with Cameron and Connor. Did you ever see it? I flipped him upside down. Oh my his... god. And he spits my... his water out. He's like, oh, it's some water. <laughs> my mom loves those. 
<laughs> they're hysterical. The ones that I made specifically or just in general? No, the ones that you made. Oh, she thinks that they're fucking God. hysterical because your mom shares them on Facebook every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I always put it on my mom's timeline because it sends me to the moon. Like, I remember when I videotaped that, I pissed myself all the way through my pants because I was dying laughing. I, oh my God. that That's how you get me. Chin videos where you're upside down oh. and your mouth is... <laughs> like upside down and you have eyeballs on your chin yeah in case you guys didn't know what the fuck we're talking about been rambling this is fun, i'm sorry I, but whatever this is the I, love this energy. Much, I know this is much better than being like so let's get on the topic and then he blew the place up <laughs> like, like small talk and then coffee and then we're like okay i'm scared to shit out of each other and start again next week <laughs> anyway did you um, want me to go first? Is that that's what we said? Yeah. Right? You know what? Okay. Yeah, you go first. I'm pushing you over the edge. All right. Crango <coughs> wee. Wee. Yeet. All right, let's see. I'm gonna pull up my Google Doc. Guys, I'm I'm gonna read it on my phone. I did finally get glasses, thank God. But it's I'm so glad I thought phone. you just said I did really just get blasted. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. I read my brain for like 2.3 seconds. It's like, whoa, damn. All right. So today we're talking about like mental hospitals. So I found on an Ask Reddit thread about it was supposed to be for mental um hospital workers and this person commented on the thread saying that they weren't a mental hospital worker that they were a patient um but they have here's their experience of what they experienced while in the mental hospital mm-hmm. and she I, I believe it's a she said some sh- some of the shit that i've seen A woman addicted to opioids for her chronic pain was detoxing at the hospital and her muscle issues were killing her. This poor woman was in tears and the nurses who could clearly see her from behind the glass in their little desk area did nothing. I begged them to give her a heating pad for her back, but they refused, saying that she needs a a prescription for a heating pad. I did my best to make her comfortable getting my own pillow and putting it behind her back to support it, encourage her encouraging her to take small sips of water to hopefully help with the with the spasming if she was dehydrated i got discharged shortly after so i don't know how that played out another one was an obese woman pretended that she was pregnant with twins and would walk around the house asking people if they wanted to quote feel the babies kicking same woman would later take an RA temporarily hostage by breaking a hairband and threatening her with a sharp edge. She was there for a few more days, but eventually was taken away by police and sent to a hospital. Uh, another one was, oh, oh, hi, Diana. In nursing school, I did a clinical for three months on a mental ward. I, I also have a friend who... Um, briefly worked at a mental hospital and there was like a one patient that ended up having like a severe breakdown and took the back off of a toilet and smashed it and then took like took a piece of the broken like porcelain and was trying to cut the people oh my god yeah and she was like um i can't do this (laughs) damn so let's see. 
says patients sneaking around to have sex constantly. And it says that one of the, the first residential place that they went to allowed phones. And I had a friend who would get on Tinder and look for hookups. She'd sneak out of the house at night and go meet them in the car because it was so low security. Wow. Apparently one guy at the, at that same place attempted to call a distress line late at night and was apparently treated really awful by the lady on the other end. He cut himself with something in his room and smeared the walls with his blood. Oh my God. That's like traumatizing. Uh, one woman with an eating disorder wasn't allowed to leave the table until she finished at least, at least half of her self-made plate. And she sat there taking mouse sized nibbles for hours. That's, that's mm. terrible. Mm. Um, one chick who claimed to be victim of a sat of satanic ritual abuse, having meltdowns where she supposedly went back to the times where she was forced to do things by people to honor Satan. Well, thanks Brenna. Yeah. So apparently this one person was like, a victim of satanic ritual abuse and she had like ptsd so when she'd have like breakdowns she would oh my revert God. back to those times that i can imagine would be really scary that would be awful um same chick from above disposing of the insure that she had to drink multiple times a day she was scary skinny uh, in random places, out in a window, an opaque bottle, in a house plant, etc. When a couple concerned friends and I told the RAs we were accused of tattling, and the chick was given hugs and reassurance from the staff. Which it's like that's fucked up because one girl has to sit there for hours until she finishes her plate, and this girl is dumping out her insured drinks because she also has an ED, mm -hmm. and she's. Nothing's happening to her, but this other girl is being forced to sit in yeah. the place for that's not right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, my friend's grandfather was dying while we were at the treatment facility, like actively dying in hospice with medical professionals saying that he could go any minute. Staff told her that she wasn't allowed to temporarily leave without fully discharging against medical advice, which would reflect poorly on her insurance and impact her financially in the future. Normally, if you leave against medical advice, insurance will not cover anything. Mm. And mental hospital stays any hospital stays if you don't have any insurance coverage it's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars oh yeah so, like have you ever seen those videos of people where they're like two tylenol is like 50 dollars each apparently like or like uh -huh. something outrageous ridiculous it's cost like a hundred dollars it's crazy insane it is so when her grandfather inevitably died she wasn't allowed to go to the funeral she got caught purging and instead of compassion and understanding like the lady above, the one who got hugged, even though she was dumping out her insure drinks, who was well liked by the staff and had been at this facility in the past, she was kicked out of the program. Fucked up. A friend of mine attempting to saw at her wrist with a blunt dinner knife while sitting at the table with everyone else literally right next to me. Oh my God spooky let's see 
I got denied orthodontic care while at the second place and would have to sneak off so that I could try to push the wire back into place for her braces with a crochet hook. I was told that they couldn't take me to an orthodontist because it would, quote, take time away from my treatment. <laughs> that's fucked. That's just neglectful. I, don't, I almost, like, don't want to believe that because that's so fucked. Like, that is so fucked up. Well, come to find out, this is so common. It's, like, unreal. That's insane. Um, guy at the low security place kept leaving the house and the center we'd go to during the day for like group therapy and classes and stuff so that he could walk over to a bar and get wasted. So this was a guy who worked there, I believe. There was also one time that I was painting my nails with a few friends and he asked to see some polish. No judgment here. Anywhere can anyone can wear nail polish. But this motherfucker takes the bottle, uncaps it, brings it up to his nose and takes a long, loud huff of the fumes through his nose before asking, don't you love the funny feeling smelling this shit gets you? What the Same- fuck? <laughs> so he was huffing the nail polish. Oh my God. Same guy also once attempted to walk through the house completely naked to retrieve his laundry after taking a shower, towers- towel slung over his shoulder, strutting with complete confidence with his dick hanging out. How inappropriate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, me. But not like yeah. Sorry, I was like me, but (laughs) oh my god! This past weekend, I was like, I told Danny, I was like, I I hate the feeling of clothes right now. That happens a lot to me when I'm pregnant. Oh, especially when you're pregnant. Yeah, like same. I just, I was like, I just want to be naked, and he was like, You're in your own house, be naked, and I was like, Say less. You feel? Yeah, I started wearing Joey's um, boxers when I got pregnant because it was so comfortable. Yes. Like he had to buy a whole new pack of underwear just because I was cycling through his underwear. Yeah. And like <laughs> it was so frustrating to him because he was like, he would come home and I'd be like chilling in his underwear. I'm like, this is way better than anything that I own. <laughs> this is the life. <laughs> this or being naked. This is the life. Like that or being naked would be ideal, especially oh when pregnant. Because all you want to do is just hang your belly up. That's all yeah, and then like once like, you get past yourself. the certain... <laughs> exactly, I was gonna say once you get past a certain point, your belly is just itchy. Oh yeah. And my my I last know. pregnancy God, with Arrow, like in the third trimester, I had this one stretch mark that I got from being pregnant mm. with River, and it would feel like it was on fire, like it was trying to rip <sighs> apart. Oh my like my God. skin was just gonna bust, and I was like, God, I cannot I stand to have anything on it. I know how that feels, man. The feeling of your stomach stretching to its capacity, uh, is the most itchiness ever. Being pregnant is fucking wild. I it's hate like it. it's insane. It's fucking weird. That's it like is. It's talked about it crazy. A couple I'm weeks my ago. Camera over. Hopefully okay. this works. Also, Keep guys, going. I'm sorry that I'm like stuffy and sniffling. Pregnancy congestion plus these seasonal allergies are no fucking joke yeah i know like sunny was having some serious allergies. oh it was bad like real bad <laughs> um she had this like, like the worst snot just like oh. you know you know how it goes mm-hmm. the baby sickies yeah oh, these yeah are- allergies this time of year are literally just the absolute worst God. so it's really fucking with me Let's see. I'm drinking my Dunkin' like a Diet Coke. If you notice that, 
no straw. <laughs> I had Joey forgot me me straw. Joey forgot me, me straw. straw. Why was it? You know straw? what? Danny went and got me McDonald's because I was like, you know what? Chicken nuggies sound really good. <laughs> Joey got me two breakfast wraps from Duncan. Whoa. I'm excited. Look at how cute their packaging is. Oh my god, that's Paris, even though we're <laughs> really out there apparently for two snowflakes. <laughs> Dudes. Anyway, oh my gosh, I've probably had way too time. much caffeine today, like more than what's recommended so? for a pregnant woman. Oh. Whoops, that baby's gonna be a jumping bean. I mean, they all are, aren't they? Yeah, I know. They're I'm not sacrificing my anyway. <laughs> I know I that. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, dude. They were like, drink only like 200 milligrams of coffee a day, and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck no. You. I, what? Especially since you're already a mom. Hello. Yeah, like, how are function. you supposed to function? <laughs> it's just and like, pregnancy is also the only time that I ever crave Coke. So when yes. Danny went to McDonald's, he got also got me a Coke. And now I'm drinking iced coffee. I, bro, I don't care. Oh, don't whatever. Care. <laughs> this is a no judgment zone. There, there's I'd be like, I fucking killed someone. I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> no judgment here. Bro, I used to drink coffee for days when I was pregnant. But when I was like really early on pregnant, I was like spazitron about it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. I can't have an ounce of ginseng or some random root that you can't be around when you're pregnant i had like a <laughs> mental breakdown because i had like arizona tea and it had ginseng oh the ginseng like, my baby is gonna like, <laughs> like explode or come out like all weird and wonky because i had ginseng and i was like freaking out like i have a snapchat saved on my story <laughs> where i had like tears coming down my face and i was like I think something's wrong with the baby because I can And like I was crying about it. Like I was. Oh my god! How did we get on this topic? I keep saying that. You know what? I'm just gonna stop saying that for the rest of the night, guys. You just along this for is the just, ride. This, this is, is what just, it is. Uh, we're just hanging out. <laughs> but yeah, when I was pregnant, I I was like, oh my god, oh, I'm only gonna breastfeed, and I'm only gonna, um, I'm only gonna put olive oil on my stretch marks. So I don't get any <laughs> it's like bitch yeah, right. there is no amount of cream that exists no. in this world that will ever touch your non-ability to get stretch marks because nope, it doesn't hereditary. work that way yeah it's hereditary and it's just a matter it's not a matter of how soft and supple your skin is it's like mm -mm. your skin is stretching because it has a human being in there and it like, stretches fuck. really fucking fast yes so fast and it doesn't help that you get really itchy so you start scratching and making it worse Ugh, like it's so just funny. gonna it's gonna be what it's gonna be and you're gonna have some nice tiger stripes it is what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. My whole tummy is covered. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, I've same. never been one of those people that's like, oh, my stretch marks. Are so yeah, I don't really mind stretch marks that much. I just don't yeah. like the loose I mean, I, I have, I have them skin. all the way up to the top, too. Like, I oh, have yeah? them up to, like, almost under my boobs. Yeah. I have them like, on my boobs and my arms. But oh, yeah. I do they're all, like, centered on the center of my tummy. Yeah, but the loose skin is kind of annoying. I hate the loose skin. Yeah. That's the worst part. Everything else, I'm like, no. It can go away and it doesn't bother me anyway. Because I've already got a partner that likes me. <laughs> right? I'm very cute. <laughs> and you want to know what? The funny thing about me and Danny is, is that I, my stomach was like this when I met him. When you him. met him. So he doesn't I had already had one before. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got our, we got good men in my opinion. Yeah, we got kick-ass guys. We do. 
You guys should meet them sometime. <laughs> they were on, they were on the, um, the, the, the St. Patrick's Day episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys are ever wanting to meet the guys, Joey's on like one of the first ones that we did together. And then Danny, yeah. uh, Danny's only been on one, right? Yeah. And he's it? so quiet, too. Like, I, know. I wish he would come on more. People would really like Danny if he like started being himself. People would really eat that shit up. It's so hard for him, though. Like, he is so closed off to just about everybody that it would really take a lot. Like, even in the streams of us playing Fortnite, he's just kind of quiet. I know. <laughs> but, it like, in the so group funny chat. When, he gets, when he's just, when it's just us, it's like so funny i wish he was like that with everybody <laughs> you, everybody needs to meet he's the real just, danny he's so yeah funny. he's joey's just, like, just there <laughs> that's what i call him joey i call him a country it's so funny though like once yeah, you get you. through <laughs> once you get through danny's uh walls once you get through yeah, his walls he's, very sweet, he's a like fucking him. lunatic like. he's very smart and he's really funny i wish ah give me the pen back <laughs> it's 420 i need to blaze it <laughs> yeah dad come on dad zaddy <laughs> Joey. anyway what are we talking give me that i'm gonna keep going with the yeah 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 these things Let's i'm see. listening fellow patient that had something really wrong with him but we didn't know what something that really impacted his ability to think and seemed to give him hallucinations. He had conversations that were similar to talking with a child. One time he took his tray up to the med counter and robotically lifted his empty fork to his lips as if he were eating, standing there staring past the nurse, um, talking to him at a wall. Okay. I saw him smoking imaginary cigarettes, walking up the stairs backwards, raking imaginary leaves and even getting in a fist fight with no one he had to go to the hospital for a few days after wandering off campus in a delusional state when he finally got properly medicated he was a completely different person incredibly intelligent and insightful i was 18 at the time so similarly aged clients and i would giggle about how weird this guy was but looking back what I witnessed was a terrifying reminder of how badly the brain can lash out against you. That part really struck me because I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, if they were to see somebody walking up the stairs backwards or like sitting there smoking an imaginary cigarette or, you know, like talking to themselves and stuff, sure. you're like, what a fucking weirdo. Your first instinct is to yes. be like, you're, what, you're a you're weirdo. Weird. What's wrong with you? Right. But when you, don't, you don't automatically think, okay, this person's mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And when, when you think that, you also don't think about the fact that this person has no control over it. What oh, is it about how people like demonize you're right. mental illness? Yes. And it's, it, I don't even know if it's intentional. It's bizarre that that is our first thought. You're right. It's like, it's how weird. Strange. Let me exclude them. It's almost like a primal thing. <clears throat> you know? Right. It's weird. Primal. Primal. And it, it is true. Like, the brain <laughs> yeah. can really fucking turn on you. Yeah. And it's scary. It can be scary. scary. I mean, you and I both know that. We both have depression oh, and anxiety. Yeah. And it's just like. You can't it, control it. 
It is not in your control. And to think that your brain, like AI or like robots, could just flip on you at any second. It's It's scary. Crazy. And you have no control (laughs) over it. And it's like at the same time, you would do anything to get control over it and to be like, okay, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. And for people with more severe mental illness, like schizophrenia and stuff, where they have hallucinations and they have delusions, they're not even in reality. And it's like, man, like, especially any sort of mental illness that comes with like delusions and hallucinations, those people are looked at as psychotic, potential murderers, potential criminals. Oh my God, yeah. Preach, man. That's so true. That their perception of reality is being warped by their own brain. Yeah. Yeah. Which being in that situation, I can't imagine how scary that has Mm. to be. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was a really interesting point. That was beautiful. Let's see. I am actually going to go to the other part of this Reddit thread from the same user. And this is specifically about, I don't know if you want me to say the name of this place because they said the name of this place. Your mic's off. Sorry, (laughs) I said let's not just for the sake of, I don't want to deal with anybody's crap. All right, so they are talking about their experiences at this one specific um, treatment center I'll say in Tennessee. That's what I'll say. This one specific um, treatment center in Tennessee. So all of these specific occurrences happened there. And they're talking about like, do not send your loved ones here. Do not go there. This place is a train wreck. You will leave there with more trauma than you came with. So I can't say that because that like, it says what it, who owns the place. I brought up a facility not taking me to the orthodontics to orthodontist to fix my braces. Right? Wow, I cannot talk braces, and how I had to keep pushing the wire back into place with a crochet hook. It got so bad I'd had to close the two brackets completely with the wire shifted um, that far to the left. I don't know. It was horrible. If I didn't eat because I was in pain, you know, like with their mouth, the RAs would revoke privileges like using my iPod Nano or our bi-weekly 30-minute phone calls. Oh, my God. They got 30-minute phone calls bi-weekly, which had to be earned to begin with. Oh, my God. A nurse bought me a dental – brought – bought me dental wax out of her own pocket, which was so fucking touching. The RAs took the dental wax away and put it up with the contraband. So whenever I needed some, I'd have to check it in and out, which was such a pain in the ass that I rarely used it. When I got home, my teeth were fucked up to the point that I had to be in braces for another year instead of for a few more months, like it had been intended when I first left for treatment. So fucked. Wow. A doctor there suspected that I may be autistic and sent me to get professional psychological testing done in Nashville. Lo and behold, at 20 years old, I was diagnosed with autism. This was understandably distressing to discover, especially having grown up with a younger brother who was diagnosed at four. 
while I was wow. left undiagnosed. The day I was, I was told my results, I wanted to call my mom to talk about it and to seek comfort. It was a big discovery and I wanted to process it with someone that I loved and trusted. I was told no, because quote, that's codependent behavior. And I had to wait two weeks to tell my mom after begging my therapist to let us call her during our therapy session. Mm. Fucked. A friend of mine, oh, this was about the woman who like um, was in severe back pain and needed a heating pad and was told, no, you have to have a prescription. Yeah. Well, eventually they took her to the ER and she got x-rays done. Her tailbone was broken. Oh, my God. Yep. Let's see. Javasov. Javasov. Look at how cute. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. The same friend from above, we were both at the main center waiting to be seen by a physician. She was there to advocate for herself to see an outside doctor. The doctor instead offered her opiate medication so that she could tough it out and not see a professional. This woman was there for her drug addiction, which was primarily to pain pills. She said no to the offer and walked out on the doctor. And I was so fucking proud of her. How negligent wow. for you to offer opiates to a patient who is in treatment for addiction. That's insane. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud of her for doing that. That I can't imagine how hard that would have been oh. to, to be able to say no. Let's see. Makes me sick. I got seriously sick and the RA said that it would be a few days until I could see a doctor at the main campus. I was running a fever ranging from 100 to 103 for days, but was still forced to participate in the daily schedule and meal times. Things kept getting worse and worse and I was in a lot of pain. The first doctor I saw at the main center poo-pooed it as a cold and told me to tough it out. Another week passes and I'm constantly running a temp of 102. I see a different doctor who takes it seriously. Turns out that I had severe sinus infection that had been festering and could have progressed into pneumonia. I was given antibiotics one day to rest in bed. Keep in mind that our schedule had us up and active from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Insane. And so there's a lot more if you go to the ask reddit like um mental hospital workers whatever you'll see it in the thread of from this person if you want to hear more details about specifically their experience there's a lot that are bad but i actually took the initiative to go look at the reviews for this place and a lot of people think that a bunch of the five-star reviews are fake but one person said a truly traumatic experience understaffed, staff stealing over $1,000 from multiple clients, little to no trauma therapy. My caseworker did not follow up on things. Therapist was out, only actually spoke face-to-face -face once. Rules constantly changing. Shower didn't work. Most Zoom meetings, most meetings were Zoom, and half the time they couldn't get it to work. Still, um, over... 20 traumatized women in one house, fights, threats, heat was a sauna. None of the therapies mentioned were actually available. Um, but hey, I did a lot of chores. Please save your money. Wow. And there are tons of reviews. And I, I don't want to take up too much of your time because we kind of got no, no, away okay. with like 
Oh, I'm kinda... sorry. You're right. I did kind of cut it. Oh shit! I just Whoa. kicked the desk. Um, I we kind of got you sorry too much. So there's like reviews upon reviews of like everybody's saying like I left there with more trauma than I came in with, which is so fucked. I want to hear what you got to say. I think your mic's muted. I got something. I wanted to mute my mic because I was like, oh, God. I don't care if anybody sees me chewing. But, but hearing you chewing? <laughs> I don't even like listening to myself chew. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Now you can finally see where it says. Coven. Coffee. Coffee. Oh, I'm a, I'm a beauty guru. Actually, it's better. For like yeah, you need to put the, um, you need to put your hand behind it. <clears throat> That coffee is so good. I literally want to make another iced coffee, but you can do it if you want to. I'll talk. It's the caffeine because I actually oh, yeah. have a lot of caffeine. Right. Do you have milk? Maybe you could make like a latte with no coffee. Don't you have to heat it up in like one of those Starbucks things? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, it's so good. This was amazing. What Joey got me from Duncan. The breakfast wraps. It was just the most simple breakfast wrap. Oh, you know what I like? They're mm. they're little bagel minis that are stuffed with cream cheese. Oh my god, they're that's so good. good right now. They're Bro. like little balls. <laughs> balls. And they balls. come in two packs. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my they're, god. they're they're like little bagel balls. And that's they amazing have amazing right now. They have cream cheese in the middle and they have like everything bagel seasoning on the top of it. Like, oh my like, god, Brenna, if you're listening, that would be her shit. <laughs> She would love that. All right. How much time do we have? Let's see. It's we're at 50. We're about an hour now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't have much time. Should I go into my reviews or what do you what do you want to yeah, hear? Yeah, do, do a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I hear. All right. Let's see. Anyway. This is from Yelp Reviews from Mental Hospitals in Virginia. For those of oh. you who listen, we're from Virginia. And I know a lot of our listeners are currently from Virginia. So I figured you guys would like this. I didn't give the names of any because I don't want to, you know, I don't know. I don't want to slander and I don't want to like cause any issues. But these were all fairly close to home to me personally. Um, One of them says, this is not a place where you want to work. The managers talk to you with little respect. They show favoritism to most patients and sneak them food to eat. They will mandate you every day because they lack workers. They're supposed to be there to help these people, but they're not. I wouldn't put my dog here. Someone else said about another mental hospital, worked here for several months after many years experience in New England. Dreadful experience, inadequate staff, too many travel nurses. So that means like a lot of nurses that didn't have any like actual uh, relations with the patients. They just were so in and out. Right. Um, there was no customization to their care, I guess. Left because I actually had a massive stroke brought on by stress. Holy this was shit. fucking real, bro. Like, this was a real review. I was like, fuck me, bro. That's terrible. I know. This was the absolute worst place we could, uh, as parents, ever allow our daughter to be sent for treatment. She was mm. physically abused. <gasps> 
treated with this is in Virginia, treated oh with dangerous procedures and medically ignored in very dangerous situations. Look up the multi-million dollar lawsuit, which I will go into today. This was from Cumberland Mental Hospital. Right down the fucking road from me. That's insane. It's fucking scary. But anyway, um, abused, treated with dangerous procedures and medically ignored in very dangerous situations. Look up the multi-million dollar lawsuit against them to verify what I'm saying. All of these allegations are true. We unfortunately were not able to join the lawsuit that is at hand because of the short statute of limitations in the state of Virginia. So I guess they didn't qualify. Um, yeah. yeah, the statute of limitations. Isn't that just bone chilling? That's like, terrible. It's awful. And to think it happened right down the road from me. And is you so send your kids somewhere spooky. to get help. I know. Like, People, there was a story that there was a girl from Florida that got sent all the way up here in the middle of what? Fuck, Virginia. Like, I don't want to <sighs> say where I live, but like the middle of Virginia from Florida for like treatment, like very specific treatment that they said they gave. That's and weird. she was same thing, abused and essayed and all of sorts of stuff. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! What the fuck? Just wait. Just wait. I'm gonna get into that after this, and then we're gonna call Cosma. What time do you think we should call her in? Maybe six. Six forty. Six forty. Is that too late? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think ten so. minutes. Okay. I mean, we said we were gonna bring her in at six thirty, right? Yeah, something like so that. So that's like 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. that's okay with her. Um, anyway, all right. I was going to go back into another review that I had, and then I was going to skip down to the story about Cumberland. Yeah. My daughter was there for seven months. This is at a random mental hospital, not Cumberland. My daughter was there for seven months for an eating disorder from food poisoning. The staff abused her physically, which I have photographs of, bullied her mentally by staff and other patients. Let her sit and rot for four months. Diagnosed her with conversion disorder. I don't know what that means. What is that? I'm not sure. You can look it up. Which they yeah. diagnose all the children there with. And it the same diagnosis. So, like, they give it to, like, almost all their patients. What the fuck? Uh, conversion disorder. They have an illegal patient-to-staff ratio. I had various staff members state to me that the facility keeps the kids as long as they can for their insurance money. My daughter was traumatized more from her experience there. Exactly like what you just said. That's insane. Like they go, they go to this place to get help from something that's already traumatizing, and then they get this is, more traumatized. This is going to creep you out. Oh Conversion my disorder is a mental condition in which a person has blindness, paralysis, or other nervous system or neurologic symptoms that cannot be explained <gasps> by medical evaluation. No this kidding. Is this is coming from places that have literally had lawsuits against them. They were probably put into these blindness and paralysis states by the people who are working there. Probably by oh giving drugs or whatever. Oh. That's, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm going to skip on down to the Ho Cumberland Hospital article that I found, and I will give you the credentials for that once I click on it. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. It's from abuseguardian.com, a national alliance of sexual abuse lawyers. They are the ones, I believe, that are putting the lawsuit against Cumberland at 
this time. Hold on. All right. And this is coming straight from the from this uh, abuse law firm. Law firm. Uh, it was retained by several par parents to investigate a file civil claims and justice search of justice for victims of abuse at Cumberland Hospital for Children and Adolescents, also known as Cumberland Academy in New Kent, Virginia. A thorough investigation by our team uncovered what we believe is the truth of what happened. Now, our goal is to hold accountable those who were responsible and ensure that this never happens to another child in New Kent County again. I'm um, not sure why they specified only New Kent County. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like hopefully any child. Anyway, uh, they say you can contact them if you believe that your child was involved in this at this time, because they're still looking to include anybody that they can. Right. Um, <clears throat> $127 million lawsuit against universal Ooh. health services, UHS and two physicians. Cumberland is a residential center that treats mostly adolescents who are suffering neurobehavioral issues, brain trauma, and other chronic health conditions. What is that? Oh, thank you. Inedible. In late Yay. 2020, an initial civil lawsuit was filed in Richmond Circuit Court against, one, the Cumberland Hospital for Children and Adolescents owned by UHS, the New Kent facility, former medical director, Dr. David, David Dow, and former psychotherapist, Herschel Hardin. The filing cited negligence, assault, battery, child's rights violations, and other crimes, and represented 20 plaintiffs among them, numerous young female patients. Jesus. Uh-huh. This is where I was going to go with the thing earlier. Right. Lots of essay in this case. Hi, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Whoa, that's a strong one. You can definitely taste the earthiness on that. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> that's gross. What? It's only 10. Really? But... It was, uh, it's not Delta 8, it's Delta 9, so it might be good. Ooh, all right. I'm not doing Delta 8 tonight. I'm, I'm doing Delta 9. Doing? I'm doing, like, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, it like you're, like, doing Coke or something. <laughs> that would be me. I don't know where the pen is, Joey. I'm sorry. I'll find it for you soon. No? Question mark? No. Uh, claims of exploitation by doctors, former patients of the residential treatment center, recounted instances where they alleged that they were essayed by Dr. David Dow. The doctor is claimed to have performed unnecessary, and this is this is the part that creeps me out the fucking most. The doctor is claimed to have performed unnecessary what he called femoral pulse checks to fondle the victim's intimate body parts. In fact, more than half of the 20 plaintiffs alleged non-consensual touching. On the other hand, allegations against Dr. Hardin indicate he left one or more patients with bodily injuries. What the fuck? I know. Ew. Isn't that just awful? Is I can't it? read this next part. But um, yeah, isn't that nice? It's nice to know that I can get a nice quality rehabilitation in fucking Virginia. That's this nice. Not nice. Insane. And it's so weird. That's what we're talking about. Joey's like, oh, they're the worst. They're worse. I'm like, I know we were just reading one star reviews. No, medical. No, 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 no. I'm talking about mental health facilities. Well, I don't know. I think mental rehabilitation. Medical rehab. 
several people that have died in those facilities right after getting hurt. Oh, Joey says he knows several people that have died. That's nice. I believe that's it, though. Yeah, that's mental, insane. Or not mental, uh, medical rehab yeah, center. Yeah, he did. Oh, and man. You know, the guy I know from Gary. Yeah. The one that had the crazy hammer from. Yes. That's crazy. Mechanics will call that the place to go to die. Wow! What? Did you hear that? Yeah, you can hear him, right? <laughs> oh well, you know they went to Covenant Woods, so you know they went to die. Like Jesus, everybody That's dies crazy. there. It's crazy. That's fucked. Well, yeah, isn't that wow. nice? You can't you can't get rehabilitated medically or <laughs> mentally or. That's psycho. Oh you want to know fucking something? What? Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, what a way to go. <laughs> At least you were like high out of your mind. <laughs> oh, I want to go. I want to be zooted when I die. He says, no you don't. Oh, I would have the biggest panic attack. Well, what a way to go. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. <laughs> and being anxiety. Anyway, so I was going to say, yeah, RIP to Joey. I was going to say, um, it's really interesting, the whole opioid pushing thing. Because yeah. when I was in the hospital for my C-section, incredibly painful incredibly wow. painful process to go through you know and they get you on all these medicines at the time felt great there were certain times at the end of my recovery where i felt like i could have just taken a tylenol right or skipped maybe a session of it you know just so that i could i don't know no, they, weren't they were not having that like, like no, they wouldn't let you skip it. No, they were pushing me to do it anyway, even though I was what? like, no, actually, I think I'm okay for right now. Which, of course, later on, I felt like I still needed it. But well, to put it well, that's fine. To put it in perspective, we stayed at the hospital for a week, and there was never more than four hours that went by without a nurse giving Katie oxy. Like actually yeah. just giving it to me when i said like actually no like, i'm good no, actually, i think i, think I will skip fun. one because like, no, i know how addictive they are i was like oh, yeah. yeah you know like i don't need it i'm good maybe maybe in a couple more hours yeah, and they'd be like that. no I that and they sent me home with 30. i remember you telling me yeah. that when you came home yes like they sent me home with a whole bottle of and like, i was like ah oh, i'm not might be sore here's 30 oxy. I was like, that's just so, I don't know. And I, I guess in some instances, it's like, yeah, totally. C-sections need to have that kind of medicine. Oh, but yeah. I personally felt like I didn't the need 30, 30 after I've already done my massive healing. I was like, that didn't seems you like. Didn't say that it like made you feel really bad too? Like, Yeah, I, I hate saying it, but I, I'm pretty sure I had a withdrawal when I came home because I remember breastfeeding Sunny and I was already dealing with the stress of that on my body with the cracked nipples and the bleeding and then the nausea. And I remember my head was pounding in a way I've never felt it pound. Like oh, my yeah. head was splitting. Well, and that's the thing. If they're pumping Joey you. Joey said I was getting dope sick. Yeah. Well, if they're pumping you for a week in the hospital every four hours of these pills, 
it's impossible for you to go home and be like, okay, well, I'm only going to take yes, one when I need but one. I'm saying, I was of like, you're gonna have Tylenol. like, I'll be okay if I just skip around, you know, like I don't need to be on it com- consecutively. I was like, this is weird. I got weird vibes about it. Like nobody mm-hmm. was being straightforward. So I'm just saying it's an interesting conspiracy to think, gee, is Big Pharma really trying to give us opioids mm. so that we get addicted and then end up going through the system the i don't know epidemic theory. is a scary thing it's just it's a theory um that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. scary as fuck what do you guys think I, I see we have three watchers i'd love to know who's watching with us uh Cosima, you can go ahead i don't know if she's on but you can go ahead and click on the link and i will allow you into the Come on in. Come on in. There she is. Hey, speak of the devil. Hold on. Hello. Hello, hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Okay, it's a little lag. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, we can now. Is it good? We all good? Awesome. Okay, yeah. I think there's yeah. a little bit of a I lag. Think there's a lag, yeah. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Welcome. So, Cosma, you have the stage. We were just going to listen to what you had to say, and I did read. I did read your notes. <laughs> so weirdly accurate. That's what I have to preface this. So, explain to the audience what you're going to be doing or talking about. Uh, yeah. So. For tonight, I was going to read your numbers, and that's generally called numerology. Um, I printed out my notes because I'm old school. I did too. Um, I printed yours. <laughs> I can't. I, can't click between, I can't click between all my different tabs, and it, it, it's it. easier yes. to print it out. I understand. <laughs> so, um, so numerology is basically just a form of divination, and it's okay. pretty much just like your astrology natal chart. Um, it's the way I like to describe it. It's like shards of glass and you're putting them together. Whoever is interpreting your numbers is who's putting these shards of glass together to get their picture of you. And I think that's the best way to describe it. Interesting. So I figured for tonight, I would just read maybe your core numbers if you want. And then you guys have all your numbers. You want to do more research than what I've given yeah. you. But for the audience, I figured core numbers would work. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Cool. This is fun. So. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> so for the core numbers, I'm going to basically, basically be looking at what is called your life path. And that's going to be your your mission in life, why you came here pretty much. Okay. And then the next number I'll read is your expression or your destiny number. It can be called either. And this is going to be your, how you're expressing your mission. And it kind of gives skills and values um, on top of your mission. And then your soul urge or your heart's desire. It's kind of your motivation. It's uh, why did you come and why did you want this purpose? And it adds more kind of like your ethics and just your heart part of your personality. This is and so then you have your personality yeah. number. So your personality number is, of <laughs> course, God. what describes your personality, how people see you. 
it's not as much inner. That's more your life path. Right. This is more of how okay. people are going to see you. And it relates a lot back to like your astrology natal charts, as you can tell. It's a lot of similarities of what you're going to see. Yeah. So. Also, I love the background. With... Yeah, so I know. Look at our candles. <laughs> background I didn't want my room to be a mess, so I cleaned it up. We do that every <laughs> week. <laughs> Try to. All day, work. I would clean <laughs> Candles just make everything better. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got one going back here, too. You just can't really tell. <laughs> All right. So first thing I wanted to say is from reading your numbers, I could tell you were either very good friends or related from <gasps> just that, how the That's similarities weird. are, how they kind of line <laughs> up. Um, before I get into the core numbers, just the kind of fun things about it. Uh, there's one number that's kind of on the bottom of your chart. It's not as important as some of the others, but I love it because it's called your rational thought number. It's how you oh. think. And if you're having issues with a mental health and you're just not able to kind of grip your thoughts, this number can really help balance out where you need to be. And so both of you have a rational thought number of an eight. And now eights are professional. They're authority. And they're also the biggest part of the material world. So when you have eights in your chart, it's considered luck because you have better <gasps> fortune in the material world down here. That's why it's considered Ooh, a lucky number. We market ourselves really well. And I'm gonna let you know now, Sam, you have a lot of eights in your chart and I made a note. <laughs> I told I told her so. before that says like, you were gonna love yours. It was oh, Katie it was wouldn't so let accurate. me read mine. <laughs> it was yeah, it is so and accurate. I know Katie a little bit because we grew up a little bit together in church, but I don't yeah. know Sam as much. So it was interesting because I decided I'm going to write Sam's out first because I don't know her at all. Yeah. And I was curious if that was going to be, um, if it was going to match or not, because I don't know That's if my interpretation so will match. It, it really just depends. Oh, Katie said it was so on. It was very weird. <laughs> I, I'm a believer. Honestly, after this, that's pretty much over the edge. Crazy. Pretty much anyone that I've read or interpreted, they say it's spot on. And that's why mm. I like numerology, because it's pretty simple. What scares people away is just it's numbers. It's math. And it's honestly right. very simple math. But from right. the way websites describe it, you have to use multiple websites to really put all your information together. So that's basically wow. what I've done. And well, I'm thank just you for doing that. Wow. I'll give yeah. you resources. Here's your numbers. Yeah. Right. I always want people to research their numbers because it's a part of your yeah. own spiritual journey. So I think if you for, have like, your numbers out to us and have, doing this, this is nice. <laughs> oh, yes, so nice. Nobody, awesome. everyone's so interested in like astrology and all these different like occult right. things, but they really miss out on numerology because mm. it is kind of in the more Kabbalistic gematria with some Hebrew like right. it gets crazy yeah. when you really get in there with some Aleister Crowley stuff like it's deeper than most people kind of go so I've kind of yeah, brought it from right. the darkness and here's the light here's the, here's <laughs> the basics well, well we'll put the links to the resources that you gave us we'll put those in the description yeah. if anybody watching wants to try and decipher their own numerology charts look up their own numbers you can have the yeah. resources that Cosima has given us provided us yeah thank you for doing all this work then I'm excited all right <laughs> so I'll start with Sam so for your life path number this is your core mission it's an 11 and that's a special number 
So in numerology, for me, there's generally two, but for me, I like to include 11, 22, and 33. Those are the master numbers. And for 11, you're a master seer. You're a visionary person. You are basically bringing truth to light. And that's going to be your main kind of goal and what you really want to bring in this world. So truth, um, the visionary part. Weird. (laughs) Pretty scary. (laughs) Um, They're generally called old souls. And they're very empathetic and they have this sensitivity to where you can read the energy of the room. And it really gives you that leg up when you're trying to bring out truth to people and bring your wisdom to others. Mm, And so going from your life path to your expression, you're extremely lucky. You have a life path with a master number. And then your expression is of course the eight. So you're gonna have this good luck (laughs) and this good fortune but you're also, you have this authority when you come um, and to express yourself with how that you're expressing weird. this truth. Weird. <laughs> that is so and strange. And from reading your numbers, kind of really going deeper, I noticed that 19 or whatever your birth year was, it matched to 22, which is another master number, which is <gasps> something I don't normally see in reading charge. I don't see a lot of master <clears throat> numbers. So, so weird. I saw that 22, I made a note of it. And when you go further into your charts, you're going to see something called your period cycles and your pinnacle cycles. These are cycles that are kind of like your major transitions and your milestones throughout your life. Mm. And from what I saw, your ending in both of your, like the end part of your life is both 22, your period and your pinnacle cycles. So what I would draw from that is you're an 11 and this cycle of life you are trying to elevate not only yourself, but others. So, and my guess is the next life you have, you're gonna be a 22 and or a 33 because of how you're seemingly elevating up in your life once right. you, know, wow. you get there. The right. Which I just, I thought it was really cool. So oh. I'm curious to know how that ends up going, but who knows yeah. <laughs> so. oh my God. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've had some past lives, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if I'm like further along in the cycle of my soul going. I was going to ask you guys like a couple astrology questions about your birth charts because of yeah. how I was seeing so much just like key parts in your numbers. And I was like, well, that's getting too deep. I'm spending too much time on this as it is. But um, so going from your expression, we're going to go to your soul urge, which is your heart's desire generally is what it's called. But soul urge to me is like that motivation. What brought you here? And this Mm -hmm. is another key reason of why I think you're elevating from 11 to 22 is it's a nine and nines are the end cycles. You are now ending to go to a new beginning, but you're also bringing in a lot of wisdom and a lot of peacekeeping, kind of like a mediator in a way because you've lived all from one to nine. You're at nine now, so you have all this experience you're coming into sharing, and that also relates back through your 11, showing that you have had many lives here and you're already in the master categories of what you're here to do. That's incredible. That makes so much sense, and you wanna know what? That's actually really comforting because I've been through so much traumatic shit in my life. And I'm really proud of how I've like worked my way through all of that traumatic shit. But like hearing this, it's kind of like, this is what was supposed to happen. And you're supposed to like be a voice. And there's gonna be another side of it. Yeah. Mm, That's that's cool. cool. And the way I see 
the way I see numbers is numbers are pretty much perfect. You can't really manipulate them too much to not be beyond their perfect state. And that's our past. Our past has to be perfect in order to where we're going. And that's how I like to say it is numbers don't lie. So your past can't. It's perfect. Mm. So that's cool. so beautiful. It's scarily accurate. And, <laughs> and then to end the core part of your chart, your personality number is, again, an eight. So that's your third eight. Your rational thought your expression and your personality numbers are all eights, which really brings that good luck and that good fortune. And saying that you've been through trauma, I can see that now because I don't like to focus as much on the negative side of numbers, which is right. not good, but it's how my brain tends to go. And mm -hmm. with you having so many eights, I think good luck, good luck, this is great. But there's a negative side to every single number. And so that can kind of be why it was preparing you to bring you mm. up, to elevate you to where you need to be. 100%. And now hopefully that brings the luck that you need and the material life that you're gonna need to Absolutely. push this life forward. That was Absolutely, that's so crazy. Beautiful read, that was gorgeous. I don't think I've really talked about any of like my traumas or anything on the, on the podcast, but I was in a, a really heavily abusive relationship um, when I was younger and it took a lot for me to get out. And after I got out and started realizing all of this stuff about, you know, like narcissists and how that works and what the cycle of abuse is like, I've been like a very heavy advocate for um, people trying to leave domestic violence situations. And I found my soulmate <laughs> from leaving my domestic violence situation. And I've created like the the perfect family. So it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I mean, numbers just, they don't lie. I always feel no. like when I'm reading <laughs> these numbers that I'm just in the wrong state of mind. Like this must be wrong. Like these people aren't this, but every single time <laughs> I've read it, people are like, wow. Well, thanks for knowing me so well. <laughs> All up in my business. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thank y'all for letting me up in your business. To yeah. Thank you. Like genuinely the most interesting, like reach out to any, like I know you said this was, so you, do you practice this as a belief and like way of life? This is very um, interesting. Yeah, so actually, I'm in school for metaphysics, so I consider myself a metaphysician. And yeah. basically, that's just the study of the other side of life. Whatever involves wow. that is what it is. So Very numerology cool. is kind of like my little niche is what I've picked up because no one's talking about it. No one's really getting oh. into it. And the people that are getting into it are doing gematria. And that's a whole other state of that's just so much deeper then where most so people really need to go. Yeah. It's insanely interesting. I actually got yeah. into this because of Gamatria and going into that rabbit hole, I felt like I had gone so deep that I'm like, well, how am I supposed to come out? How do I bring this to others? Because people looked at yeah. me like I was okay. crazy when I was talking about Hebrew oh, letters God. and how each of them have value. And so English letters have value. Yeah. People gave me some strange looks. So I said, okay, let me, um, let me find the Western this version is, of this, this on the a internet. Great way to reach out. Yeah, because I'm genuinely very intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. So the way I'm that. reading is I, I'm reading the Pythagorean method. There are a few different methods. Cladian method is one of them. Um, 
And then of course the gematria goes with the Hebrew and then there's others that go with other languages. So the one I'm doing is Pythagorean or Western numerology. So that way you guys know where I'm coming from and my such. Right. Okay. Um, all right, so going into Katie's numbers. So reading yours was just interesting because I knew you when we were in high school church. Very different. That's a long time, time ago. In our lives. <laughs> So when yeah. I saw you did this podcast, I was like, this is the opposite, Katie. I don't, I don't really know her anymore. So this is an interesting I know. Reading. Oh, my God. Because it, so it related to my past knowledge, current knowledge. And so it's it's interesting. It's so, your life, <laughs> so your life path number is a three. And that screams communication and creativity. You are this youthful energy that is just coming forward with these creative ideas, this new perspective, mm -hmm. and reminding people that it's okay to be a little childish because it's how you're going to continue this life. And just, I, I see that throughout each of you with oh, how yeah. you guys do That's the podcast and in from previous episodes. Weird. I feel like Kate got this youthful, like, I don't know, happy-go-lucky energy. And Sam's mm -hmm. got this really authoritative, like, we're going to hold the ground <laughs> That's for it. That's Yes. <laughs> 1000%. Um, and so when I read your expression number, Katie, I was kind of blown away. And this is what gave it away as to either y'all were great friends or you were related was your expression number is an 11. So with a life path of three and an expression of 11, when you minus those numbers, you get eight. And that is called a bridge number. It gaps those numbers That's together. So cool. It kind of gives you another perspective. And that eight showed me another thing of, well, it's pretty similar to your triangle here, Sam, of you have 11, eight, and that bridge of gap is three. So it fits in very Isn't that weird. Those two the really big core numbers, yeah. they interlock. And that oh. generally, to me, I've seen that with um, family relations, or just you guys really connect well. On top of That's the fact so you guys think the same. And the eight you know what's crazy <laughs> is that we are cousins, but we're technically adopted cousins. So yeah. we're not, we're not technically related. related, but yeah. So we interlock. We are related, bitch. We are related, but like not by blood. Yeah. Adoption she is relation. <laughs> it's us, so weird. Yeah. Like it was, it's meant to be. Yes. You're stuck oh, yeah. with me, bitch. The numbers yes. say so. Yes. <laughs> oh, the way I've so seen weird. it, the way you're. I really hope you guys go into like looking at your period cycles and your pinnacle oh cycles God. along with those challenge cycles. They also kind of match up and you guys bounce off each other when you're having a major transition, the other one's going to have the stronghold. When one's going through another, mm -hmm. you're going to have the stronghold. So you bounce off each other very, very well, number wise, anyway. That's beautiful. That makes so much sense. Wow. So then uh, with your name also, since you gave me your married name, with, for me, I read a married name as you have transformed and added some more numbers to your personality. Because mm. when you marry someone, it's a huge change to you. You might not yes. be the same person as you was as you were when you were single. So right. I like to add that in. Um, so your expression changed when you were married and added that five. And that's that adventure seeker, that freedom, that risk taking, which is what you really oh need that's if you're going to be a life path of a three because your creativity mm -hmm. needs to be sure like needs to you need to take risk with a lot of creative pursues and this like that. a podcast it's a, it's a risk yeah. to start one but it's also this creative outlet 
So yeah. I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. Beautiful. And then going down to your soul earned your heart's desire, that is a one. So you have this leadership role, this kind of motivation of coming in here is generally a new beginning. So you're coming in with this creative mindset and you're gonna try and move in with this new kind of 